So this is how Liberty dies. With thunderous applause. And welcome back to a long-anticipated episode of Women of the Wills. It has been a hot minute and a half, but Nettie and I are here to talk about that one thing that happened a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. And the the long-anticipated arrival of everyone's favorite animated space fight. And Clone Wars. Woo! Clone Wars is back, and we are very very excited um like you said it's it's been a hot minute um (laughs) yeah things have happened we've just not been able to get collectively the will the the women of the wills we are a bit of a hot mess these days for several reasons several reasons injuries we got family issues we got someone's a full-time college student and she has actual work to do for some reason wonder who that could be (laughs) and um we very much apologize for the delay but we also so have that fun thing where we're in three different time zones and yeah that someone always loses that battle and it's usually me and it's uh it's usually either megan or me with no in between because like yeah there's a yeah it, it's a, it's a party so it's we're glad to be back we're hoping um luck luckily for us we think that this clone wars um these first three episodes are an arc that is over so the good news is we may have just accidentally timed this perfectly to discuss this first arc as a whole Mm -hmm. Um, but regardless we are ready to go I mean I'm sure you all know how much Nettie loves Clone Wars Hmm. Um, no secret there just a little bit just a little bit and um I I personally we uh, like I've said a thousand times I'm I'm more of a Rebels fan than a Clone Wars fan but I do love my Clone Wars and my best friend Sarah is also obsessed with Clone Wars. So between Sarah and Nettie, I'm like, yeah, Clone Wars! Because I just don't really have anything <laughs> else to do. Along for the ride. I'm along, along for the ride. You are. Um, but, you know, you, you do a good job. But it's, it's fine. The, <laughs> um, and the first thing I noticed when the episode started, episode one of the new season, like, it just felt like another episode of Clone Wars. 
-hmm. It was just the same old recap with the same old dramatic voiceover, the same old fortune cookie, you know, and it was like, it was perfect. And it was just, like, I, I, I don't even think it hit me. I'm until, wearing like, a fortune cookie shirt right now. This is the, <laughs> our universe one with the, the thing in the back. Um, I don't think I like, it didn't hit me until like five minutes into the episode. Like, wait a second. This is just, this is the new season. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I started noticing like how visually stunning it was that I like hit me that this was something different. I was like, oh, yes, new episode. Here we go. Can I talk about that for a second? Yes, of course. (laughs) Hi, uh, (laughs) working for the animation department here for visual development. Can I just say how much I love this continuity yet improvement at the same time? It makes me so happy. When the episode started and we got the fortune cookie thing and lost my mind. When we saw the space battle thing going on at the very beginning, I lost my mind. Of course, when we saw Admiral Trench, you know, I also lost my mind because I can't stand Admiral Trench, but also because (laughs) he looks, spiders, you guys know I don't like spiders, and he looks exactly the same now, and was the episode- Okay, Lincoln and I were talking about this the other day, and I think he said it was about three times, I want to say. He's died more than Maul has? Like- for real, like we're stepping, we're stepping into Loki territory here. As <laughs> times that he's died, but like, it, and it didn't. I'm jumping a little bit ahead in episodes here, but it didn't really hit me how beautiful this animation was until I think it was the second episode where Anakin has a moment where he turns around and his hair just starts blowing in the wind and I'm like it's when he glares at Obi-Wan after that moment but we'll talk about that later (laughs) but Um, that it was just so beautiful well just even the I mean it's like it's looked at through a sharper lens like yeah it's all still the same shapes and the same colors and characters it's just yeah better (laughs) it yeah it feels like I think someone I saw someone commenting I think a few people commenting on Twitter that like it it grew up just like we did yeah it's like adult clone wars it's all still the same thing but you know it's kind of past puberty a bit now it looks more like (laughs) grown-up oh my god okay that's one way to put it yeah i would agree um but backing up a second to your i you know how like different zoos and different like animal shelters have like the puppy cam where there's just always a camera on the puppies yeah i want a cam on wherever you and Lincoln watch things just so I can see your reactions because like I don't know if any of you have actually seen Nettie react to anything like on video <laughs> but Nettie has a very expressive personality and I would very I like you know time zone thing I can't always watch things like the same time as her I just want to be able to see all the ridiculous faces she makes it you probably wouldn't be able to see most of them honestly because I am sitting there holding a pillow to my face screaming in it about the entire time well yeah still (laughs) she's screaming into a pillow (laughs) so the one thing the first thing i noticed about the first episode one the arc as a whole was this is about rex this is about the clones this is about the clone wars this is not about our heroes our favorite characters i mean obviously stan rex because rex is the best but you baby anakin got one line (laughs) in the entire episode Oh, yeah. And our favorite, uh, our favorite, <laughs> our favorite lightsaber got a couple more lines. 
I'm like, why are you here? Nice window. I know they got a skywalker. I was like, why is he there? Oh, Um, you're still here. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, Nettie. It's It's no secret that we don't really care. Anyway, so Butthead was there too. (laughs) And it was all it was all about the clones. Yeah. And you know, it's it's Cody and Rex approaching the Jedi saying, This is a thing that's happening, we want to fix it. And I loved that. Their, their, you know, independence, their ability to just take action, um, and the trust between, maybe not necessarily Purple Blade, but, like, Anakin and his commander, mm-hmm. like, that trust there, he didn't even, like, say anything or ask them questions. He just let them, you yeah. know, and they went off, and... Our our boys are back, and yeah. then we get introduced to the quote unquote bad batch. Well, before that happens, there was something quick I did want to talk about. You mentioned Anakin and his boys, you know, and like his trust that they, he has with them. There's that moment right there um, where mm. they finish talking. Uh, Rex finished. Rex and Cody finish talking to Mason Anakin. Anakin is like, is there something else? Like, you know, you can tell Anakin keeps like, there's the, the shot of the camera keeps going back and forth between Rex and Anakin. And this is what Cody is talking and Cody and Mace Windu. So like, they're not saying anything at all, but like, you can tell that Anakin's like sensing something um, happening you know, within emotionally with, with Rex. And Rex is like, it's, it's nothing. Sorry. Like, you know, basically like, don't worry about it. And he walks away and he leaves. And I'm like, mm, not nothing. What was that? What was that? What was that? And when he gets back to the bunks where he's where he is at Rex, and he pulls out this little picture little thing. Hollow. I lost my mind. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, this is what okay. This is what I have been wanting to see. This is what I was hoping to see from this new season, which is this kind of like because they acknowledged it some in the older Clone Wars, the vast amounts of deaths that the 501st in particular has endured and right here we see them directly address it uh, specifically Rex who's been in charge of all of these men who are his brothers they call you know and we finally see it for the first time and Cody and Rex talk to each other have like you know very brotherly conversation um just about how and it makes everything real, like, you know, how hard it is for them losing their family like that and how everything's just changing so quickly and, like, they just, they don't know, you know, what to do but to just keep going, just to just keep fighting every day. And well, it's and really the That camaraderie and that brotherhood and that, you know, awareness of what they've lost and what they could still lose, I think, is it always feels a little bit out of place. Like it doesn't quite fit into the puzzle of the war because I don't think anyone ever intended the clones to reach this level of awareness. Right. So whenever like things like this happen, it just feels a little off, um, which kind you know, just completely highlights how whack this war really is that right. they are, you know, these are not, just mindless soldiers like the droids are these are these are 
and a lot of the original seasons did address that the humanity of these clones but mm-hmm. going forward to what is going to be the end of the war there's still that sense that they're out of place because they're more than what they're the more than what their roles are right them to be right and he's so like something... that, that, that uh, he says something similar to that in the trailer for Clone Wars. He's just like, you know, we have complicated feelings about the war because, you know, without it, we wouldn't exist. But like, at the but same time. But also, yeah. right. So it's, yeah. And you know, that really, this that part really puts it in perspective. And people who maybe haven't thought of that yet, that are watching this, oh, well now, you, now you are. <laughs> because they just put it in place. And, to, and so them addressing their humanity and the privacy of their bunker and realizing that, you know, they're in a strange family that suffered a lot of loss. Then they get introduced to this truly independent family. Yeah. <laughs> that still serves it, their purpose as they were intended, but they are literally different. They are... Yeah mutations of what they were supposed to be which is cool because you know they're clones but not really because like you know they defy the right they have the same you know basic genetic Mm -hmm. structure but um i that's it that's it other than that they are getting ahead of myself but but they're also not i mean okay so (laughs) so this is the bad batch there's um wrecker my favorite <laughs> there's He's my tech favorite. is yes. his name tech? tech tech and then there's ranger hunter hunter that one the mm-hmm. other word and two and then what's the crosshair crosshair that's the sniper dude i don't know i don't i don't know them all by name by name what are you talking about but uh <laughs> yeah no i love them all and my favorite is wrecker because and we're introduced to them by their ship just careening into the landing bay. And everyone's like, like so the heck? And then they're like, what? What's happening? <laughs> hey and guys, we're here to save your butts. <laughs> and they look they look different. They are yeah. they are clones, but they look I mean obviously Wrecker is like twice. Massive mountain of man. Yeah. Data ha- or tech has glasses. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, yeah, and he's like also he talks very also too like he talks really different than that. He reminds me of like every stereotypical um like computer geek. Yeah. yeah. Like, like from <laughs> other universes. Yeah. But um and, and then Crosshair. We don't know what he does. <laughs> Crosshair. Oh, what did he, is, he um, who did he remind me of? He reminded me of He's scary. Yeah. <laughs> I like him, but he's scary. But, so, in ge- it... And Hunter has hair. <laughs> Hunter has hair. Hunter has hair. I like his hair. <laughs> I like it. When he, as soon as he stepped off the ship, I was like, oh, I like him. I like him. Lincoln was like, really? I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, don't worry. Me too. <laughs> um, so we get introduced to this bad batch. And they are the ones who are going to help Rex and Cody um, investigate this. Um, this we, okay, so we didn't actually talk about it. There's yeah, so we need to clarify what this is. <laughs> yeah. 
there's something the the separatists are using a technology they're using they're analyzing the clones battle strategies mm-hmm. to know how to respond they're able to predict pretty much every move that they're making based off the strategies that they're deducting that they're using Cody and Cody and Rex's logic is that if they can predict this and Rex is our best strategist, then we are all in trouble because we're all gonna die. Yeah. (laughs) So they decide to go figure out how they're getting this information. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're gonna infiltrate the um tech tower thing. Yeah, the tower the outpost of um the same planet that the uh what's it called is on was on. The um, Citadel, the same planet where the Citadel was at. And the whole backing up with like the theory of them being able to predict their every move and everything. The problem with that was, was that Rex had made these strategies with Echo. And this is where the whole idea comes into play of, he really feels like Echo is somehow still out there, still alive. Somehow Echo has returned and is like out there somewhere. So he just really thinks it, but he's not saying anything because he's just like, y'all think I'm crazy or something like that. And he tells something to the effect, same effect to Cody. And Anakin can obviously suspect and that comes into play much more in the second episode. But um, that's also part of the basis they're trying to find possibly Echo might be. Uh, in fact being held somehow in some capacity by the Which, it, you know because to Rex the only thing that could possibly explain the separatist ability to beat them is that they're using their own information against them exactly and which is terrifying hmm. um, but especially so, coming from Admiral Trench's mouth thing yep. <laughs> mouth thing <laughs> I don't anymore. I don't spiders, especially have cybernetic spiders. Nightmare material. Of course, Lincoln loves them. Of course, he does. That does not surprise me. I hate him. (laughs) Anyway, but But, yeah. So they go on this mission. They take their dropship down, and it crashes because they get shot down by things. Obviously, because that's how that works. And Cody gets trapped under the fallen ship. Cody gets hurted. Co- Cody gets hurted real bad. Real <laughs> bad. And Rex is obviously freaking out because it's Cody. And because yep. it's Rex and Rex's mom. <laughs> Rex's mom. And the uh the Bad Batch was all like, ah, leave him. I was like, no! And then, <laughs> no, no, okay, okay. And then so Wrecker... I love, I love how this went down. This is the instant that I fell in love with Wrecker. I, I was like, <laughs> okay, I think I like this guy. I think he's my favorite. But as soon as he picked up that big old thing and just started ramming through the droids, I was like, yes! I was like, I love this so much. And it's just like, it's so chaotic but at the same time they all work so well together well like, and they started there was like this one thing that they did it was i forgot which one it was i think it was hunter 
threw up, um, I think it was like detonators or something like that. And they were calling out Mark's area areas where to throw them at. And it was just like so perfectly timed. Like you can tell these guys have like been with each other probably their whole lives and know each other inside and outside every way. And they work so well together. Backing up a little bit. Oh, go ahead. Rex is all like, we have to get Cody out of there. And they're like, no, we're not going to do that. <clears throat> He's like, what the heck? They're like, no, we're going to get it off of Cody. So Wrecker picked up that, that, that was, was like, it. That was hi. And we're like, excuse me? <laughs> Let and me pull this ship off of him. So like Nettie said, they have this very, very, very well orchestrated in-sync counterattack to the droids. And they take down all those droids. They're like hundreds of droids. And they're like, oh, we got this. And then they just take them down. And then oh. they... They find camp and they're all like, Cody can't come. Like, we have to evac Cody. He's really hurt. Nothing we can do. So it's going to be just the Bad Batch and Rex who go forward. Yep. And they keep calling Rex a reg because he's a regular clone. A rig. Oh, by the rag. way, shout out to D. Bradley Baker for these right? episodes. I mean, how many lines of that? Oh my gosh, the poor man! Like, <laughs> pretty sure he loves Congratulations! Yeah. Oh yes, he does definitely. I remember him talking about it at celebration. Like, I'm talking to myself the whole time for some of these episodes. He's just like, it's so hard, but I love it. Like, kudos! <laughs> it must to have been man. so much fun to do like Wrecker and um, yeah. <laughs> but they take this big command thing man thing and they get up to the top and they're all like and rex is like hey tech why don't you figure out where the heck this code is coming from yeah and he scans your transmission and all he gets is a number mm-hmm. which i can't remember right now but i you can't remember the number either surprise it's, <laughs> it's t something yeah it's echo's it's, number it's Echo's clone code. Yep. And so, he's just like, huh, hashtag confirmed. He's right? alive. <laughs> so, Weak. in short, crazy mission, team up with these crazy people, mm-hmm. mission successful, they destroy a bunch of droids. Also, the weird droids with the, are those, is that next episode? We next see episode. Droids? Okay. Yeah. Like, what the heck is happening? And then they fight their way through. At one point, Cody's like, I'm going to do it your way. We're just going to bust through. And they're like, cool. (laughs) Um, And they find out it's actually Echo. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that was pretty much it for the first one. Because like... Yeah. And it it was... was, Again, it was a short episode. I mean, it was a 22-minute episode. Right. Very short and sweet. X, Y, Z, you know, there's a clear and logical progression of events. Um. Like, it makes sense. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever said this out loud before, but Star Wars is for kids. Um, (gasps) Did you know that? Um, It's almost (laughs) like they did it for children. Um, And yeah. Anyway, but yes, that was the first episode. And that was like, it was a good reintroduction. And it obviously made me go back and rewatch the Citadel again, even though I had seen it not too long ago. The arc where Echo dies. Because, fun fact, and it has been rubbed in my face several times ever since this episode came out. 
Lincoln, of course, long time ago, my little brother Lincoln, he is 10 years old and he is a huge Star Wars fan if you do not know who I'm talking about. Called a few years ago, the first time he had seen the Citadel episode, he was like, no, 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 Echo is alive. Echo has <laughs> he's like you don't you just see the explosion and it's just over way too quick he's like no 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 Echo has to be alive all these years he has said Echo is alive Echo is alive he saw this episode you can imagine how much he lost his mind especially in the next episode where surprise Echo is alive and it has been rubbed in my face and I've had to tell him I'm sorry for ever doubting <laughs> you several times ever since that happened but yeah I was wrong there, I said it again. I was wrong. You hear that, Lincoln? I was wrong. But yeah. So second episode starts. Oh, the second episode. <laughs> oh, the second episode. I have been waiting <laughs> so long to see Anakin in battle again. But then I was given a much greater gift. <laughs> I <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> So the episode starts with Rex and Anakin mm-hmm. talking about Echo. Yeah. And Anakin basically saying, like, are you sure? Like, I don't want your personal feelings to get in the way. <laughs> and then he says, by the way, it's time for that thing. And Rex <laughs> says, sir, we don't have time for that thing. And Anakin says, yes, we are yes, already we late for that thing. <laughs> we don't have time for that thing. Yes, we do. He's <laughs> just like, yes, we do. And, and that thing like, okay. is Anakin going inside of Rex's bunker and Rex standing at the door looking totally natural. Totally natural. Totally nothing like, unnatural. absolutely nothing's going on. Nope. While, nothing uh, to see here. Anakin has a conversation with his wife. His wife. And Rex knows. And Rex knows. Rex knows. Rex knows this was scheduled, and he is standing guard outside the bunker while Anakin has a conversation with Padme. And his Anakin wife. has a like. Rex knows. His, I can't stop. I'm stuck on that. <laughs> I, I am stuck on that. Like I can't get over it. Okay, I don't okay. think I ever will. Continue. We have more to get over. Um, Do we? But, so they they have a really great conversation. Um, and. Padme gives Anakin a lot of advice about how to address Rex because um, she she tells him to trust Rex and in how they have each other's backs and if she's if he's worried about him then just you know talk about it trust, trust him be by his side just like he's by your side mm-hmm. like this really logical wonderful intelligent wife conversation that obviously she always knows best because she's the best Mm. um and then who shows up outside the bunker but her one and only favorite obi-wan kenobi and rex does a hasty knock on the bunker and padme goes what's that and anakin says obi-wan's here and they continue to have their conversation (laughs) they continue to have their conversation but oh my god (laughs) Listen. So when listen. the conversation <laughs> Listen, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So this is happening. And I'm sitting there, like, oh crap, this is gonna be another close call. It's gonna be fine. And it is because they 
They had me in the first half, not gonna lie. Zana King comes out, he's just like, oh, I was just checking up on, uh, you know, Rex's, Re oh no, Rex tells Obi-Wan, he's just checking up our equipment or something. Obi-Wan's like, without you? And Rex is like, yes. <laughs> and Anakin, <laughs> Anakin comes out and he's just like, here you go, Rex, or something like that. Better something next time. I don't remember what he said. And then, you know, tosses him his helmet. Yeah, he has his helmet. Like, yeah, they, they like, have a total cover story down. As if, yeah, as if he was actually inspecting the stuff. And he's just like, ah, smooth. And then I'm just like, okay, you got it. And Obi-Wan's like, get wait. It. It's going to be fine. Obi-Wan's like, wait, Anakin, hang on. And Anakin's like, no time to wait. Gotta go. Gotta keep moving. And Obi-Wan's just like, <sighs> then the best part. I hope you at least told Padme I said hello. <laughs> the system glitched. The system glitched. This is not real. Did this really happen? I, I, it, I'm still not over it. It's it, been over it a really week. I, I just watched it again like an hour ago. It really happened. I. It's been over a week and I'm not over <laughs> it. Like my, okay, my friend. I don't know if you guys remember Claire. Okay, wait, okay. Episode. Hey, okay, go ahead. What? Well, go ahead. Good okay, go no, ahead. Claire from the Ahsoka episode, my best friend, she's coming to celebration with me, texts me in the morning before I had seen the episode, and she's like, have you seen the episode, Nettie? And I'm like, no, Claire, I haven't. She's like, watch it now, Nettie. And I'm like, why? She's like, I need someone to talk to, Nettie. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then I watched it, and I'm like, Oh, and I kid you not, I posted a picture of it online too. I had been writing something down before the episode started, and I had brought the pencil with me, and I was sitting on my couch just watching the, watching the episode, holding the pencil still. And I kid you not, I snapped the pencil in half when it happened. I took a picture <laughs> of it, and I posted it like, the poor pencil got snapped in half. That is the power of Anadala. Anyway, go ahead. Well, okay, so let's think let's let's think about this logically for a moment, if we will. Um okay, I, I, I know, know that's kind of unheard of for us, <laughs> but we're gonna try. <laughs> so Rex knows mm -hmm. which to me makes perfect sense. Rex and Anakin are unwaveringly loyal to each other not just to like does this mean they talk yes about rex girls? is loyal to the republic and all that but like rex is loyal to anakin they just and, have like chats like you know like like about girls like you know normal normal men like <laughs> I just find that so funny. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking of them like laying in the bunks, uh, just like talking to each other. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Logical. Um, logical. All right. So <laughs> that makes sense to me. That doesn't surprise me. It was really funny the way they did it. And, you know, the fact that Rex knows about Anakin's scheduled conversations with his wife are hilarious to me. And just like how awkward he is about it is so funny. Hand on his like, hip. Hand on his hip. This isn't I know he's like shifting <gasps> and like <laughs> it makes total sense and he doesn't want to get caught. That's why he's awkward, but like he does it anyways because he cares about Anakin. Awkward. So that makes sense. Yes. I'm gonna do a TED talk on okay. 472 times Obi-Wan knew about Anakin and Padme before this episode of Clone Wars. Yep. Because like yep. 
I'm sorry, on what planet are either of them subtle? Yep. You're not wrong. So everyone's like, oh my god, he knows? It's like, of course he knows. Of like, course he no knows, way. but like, it's but never it's, been but, like, but as he outright. has never, he has never told Anakin that he knows, as far yeah. as we know. Yeah. And, and the, He's never been as outright so the, said like this, ever. The, the, the surprise there is not, oh my god, Obi-Wan knows. Like, yeah, of course he knows, but confirmation that he knows is totally different. Yeah. Like, we know Ahsoka knows. <laughs> you and Anakin like, make just, a really good team. <laughs> yeah. The, there's, like, no way. So Ahsoka knows, Rex knows. Obviously, Obi-Wan knows. Mm-hmm. But that, it was so funny, but so holy crap. Because <laughs> Obi-Wan knows. I was more shook, honestly, that Rex knew than Obi-Wan. Really? Yeah. Yep. I, Rex I, I, didn't I surprise really, me at all. I, it just, it just did. And I don't, I don't know why. I guess, I guess because I know that it's been like, like you were just saying, like all the instances with Obi-Wan, like I can count a thousand times, you know, when we've, Obi-Wan clearly knows, you know, about them. And that's been like shown like a few times, like. Okay, but, but with Rex and Anakin, Rex knowing, that's never been shown before. Okay, but here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi, Jedi Master, <laughs> is a drama queen. Yes, he is. So, like, Rex, mm-hmm. elite clone trooper, best strategist in the Republic, yes. Anakin's loyal captain, mm-hmm. not a drama queen. Right. If Rex knew, he wouldn't show it. Yes, he's awkward when standing post outside a bunker while his commander, like, right. has an illegal conversation with his wife. But also, Anakin's not prohibited from talking to Padme. No, I know. So Rex would have, no, it's not like he's breaking any rules for him. He's just a dork. Exactly. <laughs> but Rex is not dramatic enough to indicate outwardly he wouldn't make a joke about it. He has too much class to do. Yeah, that. and he does, he below wouldn't say him. anything. Like he it's wouldn't make a joke Obi-Wan. about it. He wouldn't tease him. <laughs> Meanwhile, Obi-Wan's Obi-Wan is Anakin's brother in almost more senses than literal. He's and going trash him for it. Of course he's going to. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nettie, if you and I were in the same place at the same time and you were trying to sneak off with someone, you think I would be quiet? <laughs> no. Like, I would not be the Rex in this situation. I'd be the annoying big sibling. I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware. But, yeah. Okay. So, Rex, uh, that's I was why we... Still, I was so, yes, it's, it's surprising in that we hear Anakin and Rex discussing it. Mm-hmm. But to me, it wasn't surprising that Rex knows because... Well, to me, it was. But yes, I understand. But yeah, but like, yes, because it was shocking to hear it out loud. Yes. But like, when I think about it, of course Rex knows. I mean... That's true. That's true. Also, how many times has he had to rescue their butts? Like... That's true. <laughs> it's just so but, but, so Obi-Wan being a drama queen is not surprising, but it takes us off guard because we haven't actually had that verbal confirmation. Like, <laughs> and again, and again, it is not illegal for Anakin. Turd. <laughs> like, don't talk about my husband like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my 
He's mine he, too, but still. It's not it's not illegal for Anakin to be talking to Padme. Right. But like They could have been having a very, very logical diplomatic conversation about the war. Oh yes, they definitely But the been. fact that Obi-Wan addresses it, <laughs> that he knows it's not that. Because Obi-Wan knows Anakin. Yeah. He's just like, this is Anakin. He's talking to Pat. I mean, like, if it was anybody else, he's talking to also Bill Organa or something like that. Like, no, he's not gonna no. But because they have a history, obviously Obi-Wan's like, oh, okay. I also have another okay, so oh boy. the only confirmation we get of Obi-Wan knowing about Anakin and Padme really like in existing film canon is uh-huh. in three when he says the baby's Anakin's, right? Right, right, right. Well, and because that's like, he duh. Well, because it's been leading up to that. Because obviously, no, I know, but that's, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a big but, step. <laughs> but yeah. And to me, Obi Wan at this point in time has already loved and lost Satine. So Obi Wan at this point in time is a bit more lax on love than maybe yeah attack of the clones and or obi-wan attack of the clones obi-wan really well, if, think about, really if we think about episode two if we think about episode two obi-wan shutting down anakin like behave yourself that's mm-hmm. one thing but the obi-wan Ob- we talk a lot about anakin's journey but we don't talk a lot about obi-wan's journey and obi-wan's journey since then has brought him in and out of love and we know mm-hmm. he would have left the jedi order for Satine. we know that he we know that obi-wan knows what it's like to be in love yeah so i think the teasing that we're getting from obi-wan in this instance is understanding teasing yeah like it's not Maybe. scolding he's no, not no, no, no. yeah he's wild he no he's not angry and, and anakin angry. was angry but like mm-hmm. <laughs> but like Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan in this instance doesn't really care. Yeah, it, he really doesn't. Of all the things... Of, if, More like exasperated. Like, why are you even trying to hide this from me? I already right. know who you're talking yeah, to. Yeah, like, like, oh. <laughs> um, like you're going to try to play it cool. I'm um, going to call you out. <laughs> I think of all the things Anakin does, Obi-Wan would never fault him for this. Because A, he understands. And I think that's part of why they gave us Satine in that original arc yeah. was to show us that Obi-Wan would never fault Anakin for this. This is not why Obi-Wan This is this is not Obi-Wan why hold against him. Yeah. Exactly. And of all the things Obi-Wan and Anakin go through together and the way they fall apart has nothing to do with nothing Padme. Nothing to do with Padme. Exactly. And so this is just that's a good point. This is just highlighting that. Yeah. Yes. Anakin is having a conversation with his wife who he should not be married to at all, but hmm. but Obi-Wan doesn't scold him, doesn't go over to uh, exactly. you know, Master Purple Blade, doesn't go over and talk to, you know, doesn't be like, hey, talking to his wife again. He teases him and carries on. And I think Obi-Wan is the greatest example of love in the Star Wars saga, and I will also die on that hill. Same. Um, One of the greatest, yeah. Because he's that level of acceptance, be even beyond what he personally believes to be his own, his own creed. Like 
he's not without fault right and but he's not going to he's not going to tell on anakin he's not going to do anything about it he's going to tease him to let him know and if i had to guess he's his brother if i had to guess i would i would hope that in these coming episodes we'll see more of obi-wan addressing that and showing anakin that it doesn't matter exactly because anakin anakin who's trying too hard to hide padme from Obi-Wan is an Anakin that's distracted and is going to get himself and others hurt because he is at war and I think Obi-Wan knows that so I think that's why he's teasing him like this like I know it's fine go off and save the whatever part of the galaxy you're saving right now (laughs) say hi to your wife for me (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so I really really enjoyed this moment um, I think is really important. It tells it says a lot more about Anakin and Obi Wan's relationship and their characters than I think at face value we might think because it's just freaking hilarious. <laughs> yes. Um, like it was a really, really, really funny moment. I okay. definitely I looked at Sarah and I was like, "Did that just happen? <laughs> like, did that 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 just, that just happened? Yeah, yeah, that happened. Yeah. And like it just it was so good. It was so good. But um so. But yeah, so those, that's my TED Talk on why Obi-Wan yeah. Kenobi knows the Padme and Anakin thing, but doesn't care because he loves them both and because it's not hurting anybody. <laughs> right. And Yet. But anyway. Right. And yeah. why would he why would he you know, take that joy away from Anakin? Exactly. Yeah. Because that um, was something that he didn't also, it's Anakin can't be salty because, again, least subtle person in the galaxy. Um, but mm-hmm. the whole um, the 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 shot afterwards when Obi Wan says that, and Anakin looks over his shoulder and his hair is flowing and he's making that very brooding, angsty face at Anakin or at Obi Wan. He's all like, mm. and then he just is like little like moody smolder and then he turns and walks away i love that he doesn't walk away he stress away. i love long-haired anakin ah love it so much you guys you guys, you guys. this, this you is guys. gonna be like oh, the thirsty will <laughs> you are not wrong it's fine You're as i'm sitting wrong. on my clone wars comforter surrounded by my boys that's my Clone Wars poster is looking at me. <laughs> we but, have the same Clone Wars artwork on my, my comforter and her poster. So we're yeah. like... Yeah, the Clone Wars movie. movie poster. Yeah. But, um... Okay, I think we need to move on. <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> to be fair, this is most of what the episode was. I mean, not... Okay, that's a lie. Like I said, <laughs> these episodes are very much old school Clone Wars for kids, so it's very much XYZ. This was a very big moment characterization wise so yeah. i will i defend I my right to talk about it for 10 minutes anyways no you're good because i was planning um, <laughs> on talking about it for 10 minutes too <laughs> so uh, what's the rest of the episode about okay um, so they basically they go and fly off to the planet where they believe echo might possibly be being held um they land there amongst the natives called the Poltecs of the area. And I gotta talk about this for a second. Because creatures. 
Wow, really, Nettie? You like but creepers? Hang hair? on, because they, it, it's important. It's important, trust me. And, okay, so they're flying reptile lizard things. Of course, I love them. And they, apparently, the Poltecs ride them. And they're, they were talking, uh, Tech, Tech was talking to them before they landed, saying that the natives there uh, worship flying reptiles. And, you know, they also ride the flying reptiles. And I just, I was like, okay, cool. I didn't think anything about it. And I rewatched this episode again. And I had noticed that the, the, the design of the flying reptiles seemed extremely familiar to me. And I did not know why. I was like, this looks like something I've seen before in another part of Star Wars. And I'm just not sure where. I'm trying to pull up your tweet so I can see the pictures. They... Flying reptiles in this episode look exactly like the sun from Mortis's animal form from the Mortis arc. And then and I had put that together, but I'm like, wait a second. The text said that the natives worshipped the flying reptiles. That is not a coincidence that it looks just like the sun, because if you have ever read, which this is book, I don't think is canon anymore, but Book of the Sith, talks about the eh. animal forms of the son and daughter uh the son's form is called the winged god and the daughter's form is called the winged uh, no the fanged god and the winged goddess and they talk about in the book how certain cultures different races worship them under different names or whatnot um but they're all the same thing that they're all you know because it's the force technically that they're worshiping and that's seems to me that that's what they're connecting this to. Dave Filoni's putting his little insert in here, kind of bringing that around back to canon again. The idea of these different races and people, I guess, worshipping the Force in different ways. And this is one way that they're tying that back into canon with the winged reptiles who look just like the sun. And you, again, with the tie back into that Book of the Sith. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> I'm trying to find your tweet, but you tweet so much I have to scroll far I back. tweet so much. Just, I'll find it for you. But, no, um, it's, it, I, no, it's totally fine. I, I remember. But um, first of all, are you implying that they worship the dark side? I am implying that maybe they... they okay. So the interesting thing about the so we just found the pages uh, i took pictures of them from book of the sith and in the book when it talks about the fanged god uh, this is what it says the fanged god is a night black gargoyle in the spirit realm he governs virility and the hunt he also communicates smells sounds and tastes and is the counterpart to the winged goddess and is as equally important to the governance of the spirit realm Blah, 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 blah. The fame god is so powerful that it can that channeling it can burst minor blood vessels in our physical bodies, raising bruises on the cheeks and around the eyes. Um, blah, blah, blah. It talks about how it connects to the night sisters and the night brothers in there, um, but that's about it. It doesn't really say. It says that he governs virility and the hunt, so it's not necessarily dark side kind of thing because neither of those things are bad right so it's like you're like we're bad or dark side something you associate with so they could possibly i mean 
Okay, but here's where I'm going to challenge you not because I'm telling you you're wrong. Okay. But these people mm-hmm. wanted nothing to do with the war. Exactly. Which is interesting because that's, again, there's different ways possibly of viewing it. And when we see it in world religions today, there are certain, you know, same thing, but different sects within the same religion that do, you know, the same thing in very different ways. So I think that's kind of similar to what's going on here. And the, they may not necessarily may, I, I believe it's just the image that's being kept the same. Maybe not the core possible beliefs that would go along with the symbolic figure, I suppose, that there would be technically worshiping. I don't know. But you, you, you're tracking with what I'm saying. I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. Not, not completely, I guess, lining up with what you would think the core beliefs would be for somebody who would possibly worship what the dark side of the force might be symbolized by or something. I think, I think. So my answer is no, I don't think they're worshiping the dark side. Regardless of what specifically their purpose is in this context, Mm -hmm. I think it does go to show that these creatures in this galaxy are important and tied into the mythology. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. if that's just Dave Filoni saying, hey guys, use this gargoyle thing. Well, like, it's, they're, like Sabine says, they're archetypes. Right, exactly. So yeah. it, the fact that you noticed this, um, what, is your, what did you tweet? Nettie, Nettie tweeted, <clears throat> the, the devil works hard, but Nettie works harder <laughs> to tie Mortis in everything. <laughs> so, you know, that's <laughs> that was yeah that's that's your brand um but identifying these as something that appear in the rest of the galaxy and the mythology is very important and i love your brain (laughs) (laughs) my brain loves animals so it's not hard (laughs) the so these people are all like don't bring your war here don't do it and they're like we didn't do it the techno union did uh, and is this the only time we've seen the Techno Union outside of Attack of the Clones? No, no. The in- Techno Union is in specifically Wat Tambor is in the arc where Alea, Sakura, Ahsoka, and Anakin crash land onto that planet with the lemur people. Oh, uh, okay. You're right. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. This is why. This is why you're. This is why you're the smart one. <laughs> um, I'm all documented in my head. I swear to God, but. Yeah, so we've seen him before, unfortunately, because <laughs> I can't stand Wat Tambor either. Um, I can. The okay, so regardless, they're gonna go back, get back Echo. Yeah, they're trace. They're following the signal to find Echo, mm-hmm. and they're like, "We're not gonna mess with you. We just want. We're not bringing our war here. We just want to go find our friend," and then. They go find Echo, and they take down a bunch of droids. And lo and behold, there he is, hooked up to a bunch of machines. Yep. And they detach him. Yeah. And they're all like, oh my god, Echo. And he's like, Rex? 
and they have a really emotional uh, reunion. reunion. I was, because I know we skipped over, we just skipped over a lot, but I mean, it's basically nothing but just like, you know, fighting, fighting. Runs. It is Anakin fighting. Anakin fighting. It is beautiful, beautiful animation. Love oh my it. God. I. It was worth waiting this long just to see the updated animation like when that big hallway when there are all those joints and he just comes on through and he's swinging his lightsaber and it's just going and it's like just the light trail oh yes i love my boy it's gorgeous it was gorgeous and that and like a few little snarky remarks also 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 wrecker is afraid of heights yes we're going up there he's like i don't i don't like gravity (laughs) he said he said like me and gravity don't get along or something yeah and i was like that's probably because he has a higher set he is a he is a he's bigger so he's a different center of gravity than his and it's just because he's a baby colleagues because he's a baby colleagues brothers clones brothers brothers um not colleagues I'm sorry, I said colleagues, but I don't know other colleagues. Anyways. I'm going to start calling my brother that now. (laughs) (laughs) This is my colleague. (laughs) Enter 10-year-old little man. (laughs) Um, But yes, colleagues aside. Um, Yeah, uh, fighting, all kinds of stuff, whatever. And then they're surrounded. They're never going to get out. And then they go into this room. And yeah, Tech is able to get Echo out of there. And well, they said Echo was in this room, right? But you don't see Echo anywhere. And this is, I was, I had been very terrified up to this point and had very long discussions with my friend about this, um, about what exactly we might find when we saw Echo for the first time. I was seriously I thought it was going to be another Luminara situation. I thought it was going to be something similar to what we saw in crossing fandoms here but captain america winter soldier with the doctor's brain kind of saved onto the hard drive computer hard drive i thought that that's what echo was i thought that they had just kind of downloaded him into the database and that he didn't have like a physical form like at all Ah. i thought it was just him like i was really expecting that and that kind of is what happened because they had him hooked up into it, but he still, we know, was there physically. So I was like, I okay, thought, good. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a rebel situation where mm-hmm. Kanan yeah. and Ezra found Luminara's bones <laughs> and yeah. the bones being attached. Like, I thought it was going to be something like that and he was going to be, like, dead, but still, like, brain working. Yeah. Like, yeah so which is what i thought he was for a hot second there when they we popped out and i'm like oh (laughs) oh no this is not good but fortunately after being left on a cliffhanger for about a week and i've been was stressing out about is my little baby echo okay (laughs) uh he's fine uh he's fine (laughs) i'm happy to report that he is okay and um yeah i don't know just help him give him food put him in a chair give him a nice book to read put him in the sunlight give him a nice little sweater some food maybe a little glass of orange juice just let him you know let him be happy (laughs) protect him (laughs) protect him but he ended up being okay 
in the next episode, they're able to unhook him. And for a hot second there, you really get scared when they do unhook him. They're just like, everything goes quiet. And then Echo's just like, Rex, is that you? I have one killer headache. <laughs> He's back. He's back. And it made me very happy. The I the best part about the scene was Anakin just like awkwardly like not sure if he should like interrupt but like guys we gotta go. Like, We're just, like, surrounded. We hi, need to leave. Uh, <laughs> emotions I don't know how to do those but like we're done. We gotta go. <laughs> Let's go bye-bye. We're and then magically, die. Echo has the entire database for everything in his brain. Yeah. So he's like, we're gonna go out that way. Well, because he was, like, hooked up to everything. So, right. yeah. Also, I caught something. It was, like, they, they mentioned at the beginning of the episode, he's too weak to stand. Five minutes later, he's, he's walking running. around. <laughs> he's running. And I'm like, wait. <laughs> wait. But... I don't know. I haven't rewatched that episode yet, so I, I need to probably. Um, this one I did. I watched with I watched with Claire, for the first time, and we were terrified <laughs> the whole time for the safety and well being, especially when they got onto that pole. In the middle of like okay, wait, but the first, air. Oh, go first, ahead. They launched themselves up into a circle in the middle of the yes, place, and, yes! and they're just all like. I got this, and he takes the nearest whoever and goes, shoots him up like a javelin, like, hey, kick out. It's like, warning would have been nice. And they, like, you know, spider call up the, the and then Sophie. everyone else gets launched up, and then Anakin brings Wrecker up, and then the Titan Union has destroyed thing. I was scared. Purple lightning. I was so like, scared that Wrecker was going to die. Like, it, lo- it looks like it, it looks kind of like a, a probe droid, but, like, it's a ball. Yeah, so it looks like the top of the of the walker droids, but it's like a pro- probe droid, like new, 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 and then it's yeah. shooting all this purple lightning, like little mm-hmm. Palpatine droid bot, and then Palpatine droid bot. That's so cute, <laughs> in a weird way. <laughs> and, but everyone gets away before it gets them, and then the Technicians are like, "What happened?" And they're like, "Oh, there were no organic life forms in there for it to kill." <laughs> so. It's a droid that has a thing that kills organic life forms. So that's going to come into play later, we know. Oh, there are more Watt Tambors. Yeah, (laughs) you can't tell them apart. They're like all identical. I was like, okay, which one is he? And I also, up to this point, I thought Watt Tambor was just kind of like a cyborg kind of thing. I didn't know that they were all like that. Yeah, I didn't realize it was like a species. I thought it was like him was yeah. just like a, like a like a Saw Gerrera type. Yeah, like, that's what I was thinking. Like, but no, no, no. They're, they're all, all like that, and that. they all roll around. <laughs> they all roll around, and I'm like, okay. So, anyways, that's cool. Now we get to the most visually stunning shot of the three episodes mm-hmm. when they're all standing on that ledge. Again, I feared for Wrecker's life. And he jumps off to catch someone. I thought he was going to die several times too. during this episode. I thought he was gone. And I'm like, of course, it's the one that I've decided to become emotionally attached to. That of would course. Die I mean, Nettie, you're emotionally attached to all of them, but yes. Sure. But, you know, you know what I mean. And he did not die. I am happy to report. So. He's still alive. 
this was obviously the this is a part of the episode where I kind of zoned out because I have a lot going on and I was kind of tired and I was just sitting there. Yeah. But this was like the very much the battle at the end because it was very generic like Anakin they use the mating call of the creatures <laughs> and then they like get everyone else to help them. Yeah. And then they like save the day. Save the day. The and locals like, the um <clears throat> Yeah, so the locals help out. out. It felt it, it felt very textbook Clone Wars battle Next episode. Clone Wars, yeah. Which is fine, which is great. That's exactly mm-hmm. what we want. Yep. Um, but I stopped paying attention. It was very fun. It was very cool. And Anakin running around with his lightsaber fighting. Yes, and I did even, watch that. I did pay attention whenever he was, I was like, oh, look, there's my boy. And then they kept checking on Echo too the whole time, like to see if he was okay. And then Echo just like, he has a blaster at the brain. He's like, <laughs> like shooting stuff. <laughs> he's just like, he's back. Echo is back. The one thing I will say at the end of the episode, were you worried he was going to go, like, red eyes or something and, like, what? That stressed me out big time. Didn't you I think am still stressed like, out about being, it. Like, a spy or something, but then, but then, it was, look, it was fine. Like, like, it, it was a moment where you thought, like, oh, he's going to, like, Everything's smirk not or something. He's going to do something. Like, his eyes are going to have that glint in them or, like, he's going to pull out a red lightsaber or something. Like, no. He looked and then, like, then he was fine, and then the music was fine. And I was like, everything's oh, not fine. No. <laughs> oh, no. He's, uh, he's no. a No, we all caught that, too, man, because everybody that I've talked agent. to. He's going to be activated and take him out from the inside. Everybody that I've talked to that has seen this episode. But I was mad. Like what happened at the end what was i was that? mad not because that happened at the end mm-hmm. but because they made it so unbelievably subtle like mm, was it subtle though because we all caught it no no but it was subtle but if they were trying to do like a anna okay if they were doing an animated series for kids this guy's actually a bad guy you just don't know it yet it would have been a little bit more over there would have been Lincoln got it, and so did his little friends he goes to school with. I'm not saying... They were all talking about it. I'm not saying little brother is dumb. No, they did catch it. No, I know. But, but like, I was expecting it, because usually when it is that kind of thing, it's a bit more overt, because why not? But they just made us... That's true, but... They made it hurt a bit more. They made it hurt, yeah, exactly. My point is, Clone Wars is growing up. (laughs) Yeah. That's that that that's it. It's it, this show is grown up. Yeah, and this kids is are a smart. very grown up. Exactly, kids are smart, but like, mm-hmm. it's not the fun. Like, oh, he's the bad guy. We would have gotten in season one. This was a very subtle. subtle. Yeah. So as we're all far through. as what exactly is going to happen with him, I don't know. I mean, I'm, like, I feel I'm gonna like play, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Go ahead. <laughs> He's weak, so even if he does go rogue, like, they're going to take him down pretty quickly. The issue is Rex's emotional attachment to him. I don't think that's going to be the problem at all. I think it's more technological-based. I don't even think he's going to know what's going on, because technically... something in his brain. He's connected to their database, right? Mm -hmm. Doors open both ways. 
So what if he's a literal walking computer and they're able to see through everything that he's he's not cybernetic. He was. He has an arm. He he is though. He really is. He's kind of a computer at this point. He was a computer for a very long time. They just unplugged him. But but you are Captain Rex. Mm -hmm. You are very much attached to your brothers. Yes. You are also the top strategist. Mm-hmm. He will keep Echo at an arm's length and keep him safe. Yeah. He's not going to hand him a blaster and be like, come on, bud. No, no, I don't think it's not going to be anything like that at all. Like, I don't think so Echo's. If he is activated or. I don't think case, Echo's going to go it's, rogue. It's not it's anything. An intel thing? It's an intel thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's almost like walking. I, almost like he's a walking. Oh my God. What if we're going to see Rex like have to sacrifice Echo? Like almost like he's a walking webcam recorder thing, taking everything and everything that he's looking at literally is being processed internally, and that's data that's being sent back, and he just doesn't know it. They're able to access that data that he has because technically he's technically the a device is, that they have. We have we have tech who's smart that's enough right. to identify that. Okay, so is this the last arc in the episodes? Then the last episode. I think it arc? is. I think it is because I think they're going to... Okay, here's how I think it's going to play out. I think this is Act 1. There's going to be Act 2. And then Act 3 is going to bring back we'll Act come 1. Back. Yeah. Yeah. Where Act is Ahsoka? Act 3 is supposedly going to be Ahsoka, though. Why isn't Ahsoka in Act 2? Where's Ahsoka? <laughs> Do I... See, I don't, I don't think I paid attention to what was what. So, like, where's Ahsoka? I don't know. I'm sorry, you can't hype up <laughs> our hero. I mean, th- they're going to keep her. I, I want to I am say... here for Ahsoka and Rex only. <laughs> I want Ahsoka to interact with Rex. Same. And that's it. Same. But... I'm not saying Rexoka, but I'm saying Rexoka. I, I was about to say, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am. But, yeah, like, I... <sighs> Because here's the thing, we were talking about timeline, right? That most likely the Ahsoka arc is going to be kept for the very last. Because but I don't understand why, but why can't it be? Because Order 66. No, I know that, but like, why can't? Because Order 66. Why can't the next, why can't the next nine episodes be Ahsoka? I know, right? Where's Padme? <laughs> but I know it's I I, I I know it's a four specifically four episode arc. At least that's what I've heard. And I wanna say it was from I wanna say what's her name posted it? Tracy Kenobo. That Ahsoka had a four episode arc. Or was it Ashley Eckstein? Somebody. I don't know the check mark. Well, you but, know Ashley would fight for as much Ahsoka as possible. I know. I know. I know. But I don't know. I just want to. I, yes, I'm excited for Ahsoka, but I really want to know what's happening with Echo. What, what's going to happen? Oh no, me too. But like, <laughs> I I get it though. I get it though. Like same, same. I want her back. I just I just don't know what to. Um. So like, okay. Backtracking a moment. Oh boy. This is a, you can stop listening now if you're done hearing us talk about Padme. Um, <laughs> the the Raylo crossover hand touch. Mm-hmm. I had to make it Raylo. We can't, we can't <laughs> not make it Raylo. Um, exactly. 
Do you think she's pregnant in that shot? Yes. Do you think? Obviously. There's a reason Anakin did not address it. He's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's, like, that's a solid reason. Um, like, honestly, plus, he's, look- it, plus so- he's looking at her shirt on. I mean, and it's no, a hollow. No, no, of course. And it's a hollow. Like, yeah. Um, so, so are, we, are we laboring under the assumption that she wants to tell him in person? Yes. So. Because she obviously if, knows at this point. If. I would say. It's twins. How long between when Revenge of the Sith starts and ends? Ten days? Not even. Yeah. It's in the span of, yeah, days. So trying to decide. So how we're gonna, far before this, this is, is gonna, gonna if this is gonna end at episode six or in order six six, there's gotta be some of that before then. So we are gonna see Anakin after he finds out his wife's pregnant. Right? Possibly. We might not see Anakin again. Uh, don't Ahsoka, say that to we me. might not see him again because after he leaves Ahsoka, maybe the last time we see him. Because the the reason why he leaves is because they get a chance a call that the chancellor has been kidnapped. That's their job to go get him. And that's the beginning of episode three. That's the beginning of episode. Three. And when he gets off that ship, he you and don't think they're gonna give us any more Padme and Anakin? I don't know. You don't think they're gonna feed us? I I'm hopeful, but I mean they show it in the. They movie. need to feed us. We are hungry fangirls. I know. <laughs> I know, but they show it. Dave Filoni, please. Have can I have some more? <laughs> Oh, that was a wonderful accent. <laughs> Sorry, I just. <laughs> I love it. Come on, um, but yeah. Okay, well, more. so we need more. We got that beautiful more. moment. <laughs> yeah, that was, it was beautiful. I just want more of it. <sighs> um. So. I believe that's all. I like don't really know what to. I believe we covered everything. I mean, and uh, I mean, yeah, like again, these were very classic Clone Wars. It's yeah, and it, droid it just, blasting. It's so refreshing. And clones fighting alongside the Jedi. You know, it's it's fun. It was fun. Besides, you know, the whole traumatic epo- echo thing, but it was really fun and I really enjoyed it I'm happy that the show is back and I cannot wait to see what more that they have in store for us because um, this is so far we're three weeks in and it's it's great imagine we're only a quarter of the way through we are exactly a quarter of the well, way I don't through. think it exactly a quarter of the way through see this is what it, this is why I'm frustrated with the whole thing in general mm. They gave it a set amount of time it can exist in. Mm -hmm. They could have gone out and said it was a 22-episode arc to begin with and just made it last longer. (laughs) But instead, like, this is what it is. Like, there's no no room for extra additional fun because it's just all over <laughs> right no I unless they that. give me unless <laughs> they give me back my 
my rebels. Exactly. Supposedly, I've heard nothing but rumors about that lately, about how there might be a Rebels possible sequel type thing. Yep. I would die. I would die. Very excited for that. And that would be really cool. Because supposedly a new animated thing, unless that's been scrapped, I remember hearing that being talked about, was supposed to be coming out this end of this year, I thought. But... To me, honestly, I don't, I don't think that that'll happen. Number one, because we saw Mandalorian. Number two, because Resistance just ended last year. Well, so, but I like, don't know. But we have to think about it, like for the business model of Plus, like, yeah, they can do whatever they want. They can do whatever they want, and they are because every time I turn around, it's like, oh, you want to watch this new Disney Plus original that I didn't even know was in production, and it's like a whole <laughs> movie, like right there, like that's happened to me so much. I'm just like, I cannot keep up with <laughs> all the stuff that they're putting on Disney Plus, all the Disney Plus original content that I did not know was coming, and it's just all of a sudden there, like, and it's it's great stuff, like, awesome, and. In general, I'm just excited to see more with what they do with the platform. Um, oh, 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 important to add, too. They could. Hmm. Uh-oh. Isn't it this month that they're releasing Disney Plus to, I believe it's the UK, your and European countries and other countries? Yeah. I want to say it is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Mar- either March or May, one of the ums. <laughs> I don't remember. One of the ums. But yeah, I, I, it is being launched in other countries very soon. I remember that because it's so far, it is not yet. So we'll see because that could mean more possible new, co- uh, new content. The. Only thing I'll say is that mm-hmm. we need to stop underestimating Disney's ability to release content. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, oh, they won't do that until they're like, no, we don't know that. You <laughs> <laughs> don't know that. I've, I mean, I heard first heard the Rebels rumor about a month ago. Oh, I heard it a while ago. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. yeah, a while ago. I don't remember. Time is irrelevant to me. I'm useless, but yeah. What is time? Um, because there's so much, and it, well, and if I were Disney, you doing are. a focus group. I mean, yes, I am, but <laughs> doing a focus group of our generation. What they, what Star Wars they like, what Star Wars they want more of. They're gonna do less saga films and more animated series besides that besides that besides that besides besides the stuff we feel very strongly about in a not necessarily positive way the stuff we do feel positively no, about i feel positively about them hello i feel positive that i want him <laughs> You're missing my point. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. The thing we consistently enjoy as a fandom, whether we're 10 years old, like your brother, or, you Mm -hmm. know, old, the, like, like me, (laughs) um, 
<laughs> you watch your mouth, child. Um, <laughs> the we the content we are enjoying and not throwing fits about is the animated content. Yep. And yeah. it's objectively cheaper to produce than big things. Yeah. So. Yeah. And like, again, also there's that coming out. And then remember Kenobi is coming at some point. And then the Cassie and K2 is coming at some point too. Right. So. But those are both live action. Yeah, I know. But I'm talking about in terms of Disney. Plus well, and they action. just wrapped, they just wrapped season two of Mandalorian. I know. Bryce Dallas Howard is back. And that made me really happy. <laughs> I loved her stuff. But yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming for Disney Plus in general and stuff that we don't know about that's coming. So, it'll be really exciting to see what comes out in terms of news in the coming months. And also, Star Wars Celebration is coming. And a lot of announcements are going to be made then, most likely, as to what's what's coming, basically. And that'll happen in August. So, we'll get a lot. There's a big storm coming. I <laughs> so get ready. I cannot wait for celebration. Me neither. Um, y'all are excited to be here for Star Wars things. I'm excited for everyone I know to be in the same place because <laughs> this has been like going on two and a half years of having best friends who live on other sides <laughs> of the country and the world. Um, would you guys believe that I have never met Nettie in person? This would you like, believe it? It's like. I annoy her 17,000 times a day, yet she hasn't actually had to deal with me in person yet. Not yet, no. I'm very I'm excited. Gonna, very excited. I'm gonna, yep, I'm so excited to, yep, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. I don't know if the world can handle us in the same I room. don't think it can. I. Maybe that's I mean, why we haven't met up until. I mean, the world hasn't, the world didn't explode when Molly and I went to Disneyland, so maybe it won't explode immediately, but like. Molly and I are going to Disney World soon, so. Well, that might be another problem. <laughs> yeah. If anyone hears Florida exploding, blame Nettie. Um, <laughs> Florida woman. I think it's more the combination of you and Claire and me and Liv and Sarah and Molly and everyone else who's going to be here. <laughs> like, oh. That's a whole bunch of crazy. Yep, so get ready, guys. I'm here for it. I was gonna be like, what the heck is that noise? Oh no, it's Women of the Wheels coming. Oh no, guys, hide <laughs> them. And they're just like screaming. Hide your children. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Anyways. Anyways. So that wraps it up for this three episode arc. Maybe. I don't think we think this arc is done. We'll see. It's but- not pretty done. Well, it feels pretty done to me besides the whole Echo thing, but I think Because, like, Echo back. can be a thing in a new arc. I agree. Because think- the objective of the arc is to figure out where the source was and who it was, and it was Echo, and they got him back. Yep. And I think that'll be addressed again. So, we shall see. Um, new episode comes out on Friday. We will hopefully, at this point, have an episode-by-episode episode, um, discussion uh, from this point on. But who knows? But who knows? <laughs> you know us. Who knows? It's my last semester in college. Things are absolutely buck wild. And college is not the only thing stressing me out. So let's it's Yeah. We're we all uh, the 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 three of us all have lots of fun things going on at once. So we're just like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. 
some fun, some not so fun. Mostly not fun, but <laughs> Mostly okay. Not. Fun. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, other than that, I think that's all we have to say. So. Oh, also. Oh, oh okay. The last thing. Okay. Happy International Women's Day. <gasps> yes, um, that's today. We're recording this today on International Women's Day. Um, I know it's one day that should be all of life always and should not be the shortest day of the year, but it's fine. It is the shortest day. Yeah, yeah, it is. Rude. Um, I personally posted a very long thread about Forces of Destiny. It's very good. Um, Go check it out. Because I retweeted on one of the wheels right now. I like star wars and i like forces of destiny because it's pretty and you should read about it um it's okay we have a little thread going on women of the wills about your favorite women um but just make sure you check in today with your your favorite women creators in the fandom um yeah we can talk about our favorite characters and talk about our favorite you know people in the fandom on the fictional side but make sure we celebrate our creators and our podcasts and our fan art and our people who just love the fandom and share that love with others because those are the women we should celebrate too but also you know us we celebrate that every day because we're not called women of the wheels just one day of the year exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right so signing off i am netty you can find me at netty underscore nerf herder and keep up with my chicken tweets and wizard tests <laughs> um you can also Follow us on at Women OT Wills. Check out our new logo and stuff that at Darth Molly designed. I absolutely love it. Hopefully our iTunes and everything else, our logo will update some point in the near future. We have no control over when that actually <laughs> happens. Um, it's just a matter of the system kicking in and recognizing that I actually updated something. So hopefully that will happen at some point. Uh, Megan, where can I find you? You can find me at MegMegPenPen on Twitter and Instagram. I am also occasionally screaming um, on one of the wheels, but usually the Twitter is just kind of a hot potato between the three of us. But do check out yeah. that new art. Um, Molly did such a great job. Mm -hmm. um, and if you have any questions or comments or want to tell us how you feel about us screaming, um, please don't hesitate to reach out to us on Twitter. We also have an email address for womenofthewills at gmail.com. Um, which I do check, believe it or not. It's mostly just our sound. It's our mostly just our SoundCloud likes, but yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good because I never check. <laughs> but yeah, so thank you guys for listening. May the force be with you all, and happy International Women's Day. Bye.